open up your Bibles, go with me to 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17, beginning verse 8. Then the Lord said to Elijah, go and live in the village of Zarephath near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. So he went to Zarephath. As he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering sticks, and he asked her, Would you please bring me a little water in a cup? As she was going to get it, he called to her, Bring me a bit of bread too. But she said, I swear by the Lord your God, and I don't have a single piece of bread in my in the house and I have only a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then my son and I will die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Everybody say, don't be afraid. <clears throat> Go ahead and do just as you said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. So she did as Elijah said, and she and Elijah and her family continued to eat for many days. There was always enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. I want to speak to you today a, a, a word the Lord put in my heart for you called the, the other side. The other side of obedience is glory. The other side of obedience is glory. Here, God spoke to Elijah. He said, go, I have commanded this widow to feed you. And when he showed up there, he found a widow. So his job was, look, I'm looking for that girl. I'm looking for that woman. I don't know who she is. I don't know if she's rich, poor. I don't know. But all I know is God told me I have, that he has commanded her to feed me. So he looked and he found a widow who had nothing. She was getting ready to die. She was collecting a couple of sticks to light a fire. She had a little bit of oil, a little bit of flour, getting ready to make her last tortilla to give to her and her, her son, and they were going to die. You would figure if God was going to, to provide for Elijah, he would have found a, a widow woman who was rich and had much and an abundance and was ready to, to give everything to take care of Elijah. But no, God chose someone who had nothing. Nothing. And he said, that woman right there is going to be the source that's going to take care of you. You're going you're to eat. You're not going to die. You're going to be taken care of throughout the drought. There's not going to be any lack. She'll take care of you. So Elijah found her. And he, he found her and he told her what God said. He told her what God said. The, the, the miracle right there was not only did he tell her what God said, but she believed what God said. There's a lot of people that, that will say and, and speak and, and all that, but not many people that will believe 
Amen. You know, you can hear a lot of different words, but it's not until you attach your faith to it that it becomes alive. You know, God said, I have commanded her. But yet, when he shows up, she didn't recognize him. See, the glory will be revealed on the other side of obedience. Amen? Say, the glory will be revealed on the other side of obedience. You know, there's a miracle on the other side. There's a miracle on the other side. You don't see the miracle before. You see it on the other side of obedience. God will speak to you about doing things. God will declare and he'll reveal to, him, to you. He'll, he'll show you the path. He'll give you encouragement to go in that direction. But it's only when you are obedient to God's word that you'll get to see the glory on the other side. Some people say, well, God, I want God to, to tell me uh, uh, all the steps that I need to take to get there. God doesn't tell you all the steps. He just tells you the, what to do how to start and it gives you a promise on the other end amen we want we want the methods we want we want all the information you know our mind is always searching after things want to know all the intricacies of how god is going to perform this miracle when god just says i just want you to be obedient to what i have commanded you to do because what I'm going to do on the other side of your obedience is going to produce such glory that the world is going to know that I am alive and that I am your God. Amen? The glory is on the other side of obedience. Amen? This woman, even though God says, I commanded this woman, this woman needed to hear it from the voice of the, of the prophet of God, of the man of God. The thing about the word of the Lord is that God will speak to you through his word, through his spirit, and he'll speak to you through his servants. Amen? God will speak to you through his word, through his spirit, and he'll speak to you through his servants. But those three will, will line up together. Many times when you hear a, a, a person, a man, a woman of God that declares a word of the Lord, it's like it's something that leaps on the inside of your heart that you just know that that is right. Because it's the spirit of revelation. It's a spirit of prophecy that has been spoken. So when that person speaks it, they are just revealing what God has already implanted in your heart so that you know that what you're getting ready to be a part of is not just something that is ordinary. It's something that is of God, and I want to be a part of that. Amen? They line up. There are times that there are men and women of God that will say something, but your heart says, no, that's not right. That's not for me. It's important that you follow the Holy Ghost. It's important that you follow the spirit of discernment. That's one of the, the gifts to the spirit is discernment of spirits. There are some things that are great for everybody else, but when God says that's good for them, but not good for you, you have to learn to take a step back and say, I'm here to follow the Lord, not some man or some woman. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you love me? I love you too. Praise God. Amen. And it's important that we follow the voice of God. We follow the leading of the Holy Ghost because what he wants to do is he wants to give you direction in your life so that when you take a step out in obedience, that is just the beginning of getting ready to experience the glory of God that's on the other side. You'll never see the glory of God without the first acts of obedience. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the glory is revealed on the other side. 
It's not revealed on this side. All you know is direction from the Holy Ghost. And you have to have enough faith and courage. Everybody say courage to obey the word of the Lord. Amen. God speaks, but are you listening? Are you obeying? Amen. That woman, she heard the voice of Elijah and she believed in her heart what he said was of God. And the word of God says that the oil began to multiply, the flour began to multiply, and they ate all those days until the, until the drought was, 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 was removed. Amen. They didn't lack anything. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter what your financial circumstances, it doesn't matter what lacks or limits are on your life. If the Holy Ghost is directing you, you have a God of abundance that wants to show you his glory. Amen. The word of God says you'll buy without no money. Amen. How many want to live in houses that God just provided for you? That all your debts are paid. Amen. That you, you have nothing. You owe no, my, no one nothing except the debt of love. Amen. How many want to be used by God where God is speaking to you about, about going and ministering to others and helping others and blessing others in his name, not in yours? How many of you want to be used by God? It's first going to start with you being willing to obey the voice of the Lord. The Bible says obedience gives birth to the blessing. Amen. So we have to be willing to, to hear and to obey the voice of the Lord. Amen. When Veronica and I were believing God for our house, you know, we prayed. We, we did everything. The Lord is the one that put the desire in our hearts you know, the Bible says that God gives you your heart's desire. Amen. And so we did all that. We, we brought it before the Lord because, you know, in the natural we didn't have, but what we did have was faith in God that he could supply what we don't have. Amen. See, we're not, we're not limited to our strength when you walk by faith. If God is on your side, who could be against you? Amen. We're not living according to lack or, or according to our abilities. We are walking under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So we began to believe God for, for our house. And we didn't have what we needed to buy the house. But what did God tell us to do? God began to speak to us about paying for other people's mortgages. And so we began to, to find out what their mortgages were. And we began to pay and help them throughout that month. We did that for several different families. And because of that act of obedience, the Lord opened up a great blessing that we're now living in a, in a house that has been remodeled and is beautiful. And we're very happy to be there. Amen. Hallelujah. That, that giving was just a seed that produced a mighty harvest. That, that not, I mean, we wake up every morning just looking outside. There are times because we have beautiful trees in the backyard. We got a big backyard. I look outside at the, sunrise, at the sunset and I'm thinking, man, this looks like I'm in Africa. Because I don't see buildings, I don't see any infrastructure, I just see the sun and trees just going through the trees. I mean, it's beautiful. In the morning time, it's nice and cool. I, I'll, I'll get out there, and I'll, I'll drink a cup of coffee out in the backyard and just pray and spend time with the Lord. And it's quiet and peaceful. Amen. God's been good to us, Veronica. God's been good to us. He's given us our heart's desire. Even, even when we moved in, my wife said, this is literally the house of my dreams. Amen. Well, if God could do that for us, God could do it for you. Amen. God could do it for you, but it's going to take obedience. Amen. Yes, we have, we have these desires and these cares, and we go before the Lord in prayer, and we ask God, Lord, will you help me? Lord, will you bless me? We ask God for those things. But then he gives us obedience because he wants to answer your prayers. 
He wants to answer your cries. He wants to answer the desires of your heart. But he does it by giving you direction on what is your next step. Because that next step of obedience will take you into the blessing. On the other side of obedience reveals God's glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith is belief, trust, and confidence in his word. God speaks, we believe, and so we act. Amen. So when the Spirit of God begins to tell you, give something, you might be saying, well, what am I going to get in return? Look, you've just been honored with the voice of the Lord. You've just been honored. You know you've heard from God. Stop trying to equate how, what God is going to do. I promise you what God is preparing to bless you with is far greater than, than what you are getting ready to give. Amen. Even when you give greatly, you might be thinking, man, I'm giving greatly. That means God has even a greater blessing waiting for you. Amen. How many of you have seen God move in this direction in your life where, where he called you and he spoke to you about giving something and you might have looked at it and said, Lord, this hurts. But when you did it in obedience, well, the blessing on the other side was so greater than what you gave up. Because understand, everything you give to God, you're not losing, you're sowing. There's a harvest on the other side of it. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't lose. Amen. And and you might think, oh, I have so much. Do you really have so much? Isn't your life, doesn't your life belong to the Lord? Amen. So are you really giving something that belongs to you or are you giving something that belongs to him and just the king is asking for it? Amen. Praise the Lord. Be faithful to follow the voice of the Lord. Amen. Faith quenches every fiery dart of the enemy. The enemy will come at you and he'll throw lies of temptation and quitting and giving up and fear. He'll, he'll try to overrun you with, a, with oppression. But it's that shield of faith that you have to lift up every single time. Even though I might be going through those things and the enemy might be attacking my life and, and these arrows might be coming at me, I know what my God said and I know that I've been faithful with, to his word. And so I'm going to lift up the shield of faith knowing that I have victory in Jesus' name. Somebody shout, I have the victory in Jesus' name. You have to lift up your faith. Lift up your faith. There ain't no time to just fall into a corner and cry and stay quiet and pout all day. No, rise up, man of God. Rise up, woman of faith. Amen. Start telling that devil to get out in the name of Jesus. Tell those temptations of quitting and, and of, of depression and, and fear. C command those arrows to come down in the name of Jesus. Capture that thought. Throw it out in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, my sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not listen to. Why are you listening to the voice of a stranger? Why are you listening to the voice of the devil? The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Amen. I think I'm preaching better than you're shouting today. Obedience is on the other, the glory is on the other side of obedience. Amen. So if you're willing and you're obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. But, but if you're not willing to follow God's ways and follow God's word, how can God bless you? It's like someone saying, you know, I'm going to go to Mexico. But you don't follow the directions to go to Mexico and you find yourself in Canada. It's not God's fault. 
It's yours. Amen. I was speaking to this one man who grew up knowing things of God, grew up around the word, but he got involved in so many other different types of thoughts. And, you know, when you eat of the tree of knowledge and you don't have a firm foundation in the things of God, the tree of knowledge will, will try to put so many doubts in your life and the things that should have been firm in faith, firm foundation of the things of God, they end up withering away because you started adopting all these ideologies and all this spiritualism that it's outside of God. And so he found himself confused and, and, and you know, oh, I, I, I know God, but, but it, I, don't, I don't need to go through Jesus. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Jesus is the way, he's the truth, he's the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Amen? And we build up our faith in God by following his word. And this is not just a moment, it's all the time. We walk by faith and not by sight. If you're not believing God for something, you're wasting your time. Because God wants to bless you. God wants to use you to be a blessing. But it takes faith, amen. It takes you walking the steps of faith, trusting God, calling those things that are not as though they are, trusting in His Word, bringing your petitions before God, believing that He says yes and amen to Him, and then expecting it to come in in Jesus' name. Amen. And understand this, God wants to use you, amen. God has a plan for your life. Look at your neighbor and say, God has a plan for your life. Yeah, your plan messes up, but his plan doesn't, amen? God has a perfect plan for your life. And when you put God first, you'll begin to step into it. When you put God last, you waste your, your years without ever fulfilling God's plan. Someone says, well, well I, I'm going to school. Yes, but school without God's plan and purpose is just noise, amen? But when you know you're living out God's plan for your life, man, you are in the most perfect place that you could ever be. Amen. One day when, you know, I had never traveled anywhere and I had never gone anywhere. And early in the morning, I heard the Lord speak to me. He said, go. I woke up. I heard his voice clearly. Go. And I'm thinking, where am I going? I've never been anywhere. The you know, only place I ever preached was here in, at Faith is God Church. I looked at my email and it was an invitation, invitation to go to, to India. I began to think, I'm from San Benito, Texas. I've never been to India. I don't know anybody who's ever gone to India. And I began to look at the name of where it's going. It was in the jungles of India. I was going to fly into a city called Vishikaputnam and I was going to go into a small uh, village called Tuni and I was going to minister in the outskirts in the jungles on the east coast of India, right by the, the sea. And so I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, this is not of God. No, this is not of God. I, 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 I'm supposed to stay here and preach in Harlingen, Texas. Or God opened up a door for me to preach in San Antonio or Austin or, or New York, I'll go. But God said, go to India. And I looked at that email and I didn't respond for two weeks. I just looked at it. But understand this, that God doesn't change his mind. Tell your neighbor, God doesn't change his mind. As much as you might say, well, God is, you know, uh, are you sure? You know, God will speak to you clearly. He'll tell you directly. He'll confirm his word. But if you're going to be disobedient, that's on you, not on God. 
Amen. And so after two weeks, I finally agreed to go. We, we planned to do the Crusades. I went over there. I, I mean, I'm going to India, so I, I'm from San Benito. I've never been in jungles. What, what, do you, what do you wear in jungles? I was thinking I need to go in there like, looking like Indiana Jones. I started preparing, getting the right clothes, the right shoes. I was thinking, man, their food is so totally different than here. I, I grew up eating tacos. I'm sure they don't have that over there. So, I mean, I got food, I got medicines, and I put it all in a big old suitcase. And, and when I went over there, it was like 23 hours of, of flying and travel just to get into that land. When I got there, my bag didn't arrive. All my preparation, all my clothes, all my food, it was just me and I had a little backpack with my, my laptop computer. And I'm thinking, oh no, what am I gonna do now? I told the pastor, you know, and, and the pastor, you know, he meets me at the airport and, and he comes up to me and he gives me a big hug. We welcome Kevin's son, welcome Kevin's son. And, and, and he gives me a kiss on the cheek and I'm thinking, oh, that's custom, you know. And then he gives me a kiss on another cheek and I'm like, oh, that's custom. And then he tries to kiss me here, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm from Texas. We don't do that. I get into the, the, the village, into the, the van, and, and um, there's a bunch of people there, and, and they're all tiny and small because in that area, the Muslim are Hindu, and they only eat, they only eat uh, vegetables. They don't eat meat, and, and I'm a giant. You know, I never, I never consider myself a giant, but in that part of India, I am a giant. And I traveled over there and, and I, I told the pastor, can we stop at a store so I could buy some clothes? And went to the store and they didn't have a shirt or a pant, nothing that, wore, that, I, that would fit me because in their size, I'm like a 5XL. I had no clothes. I had, no, I had nothing. I went into the hotel and the hotel was, you know, I knew it was a hotel because it said hotel, but it wasn't really a hotel in my opinion. It, I mean... If you would have seen it, if you had seen it. And then he says, and we have a bodyguard for you. And I'm thinking, a bodyguard? Why do I need a bodyguard? And, and this man, he says, yes, and he's going to sleep in your room. And it's a little room. And I'm thinking, well, where is he going to sleep? No, don't worry. He's going to sleep on the floor by your feet. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's like... He's like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and the man doesn't speak English, you know? And, and so, you know, basically, you know, he would look at me and he'd smile and I'd look at him and smile and that was our whole conversation. And here's my bodyguard. I wanted to take a shower, only had the clothes on my back. I took a shower. I, I rinsed out my, my, my underwear and a, a little white t-shirt I had and, and I rinsed it and I hung it to dry. I wrapped the towel over my, myself and, and, I, and I get myself in bed and I look down and I see the man and I say good night. <laughs> and at two in the morning I would get up and put on those clothes after they dried. But that first day I went there I, I said no way, no way. God doesn't want me here. I missed it. Uh, you know, this was, this was a mistake. No way. I'm leaving. I'm ready to go. I, I missed it, God. Yeah, I didn't hear you say go. I, I, I just wanted to go. So, so I just went. I missed it, God. And I got on my, the internet to get a, a flight to leave the next morning. And no joke, 
India has over 1.2 billion people in that country. It's like four times larger than the United States of America. And you can imagine how many airlines and flights travel. But there was a nationwide strike of the airlines where all the planes were grounded. I was stuck. I didn't know what to do. I mean, I felt helpless. I felt at the, at the mercy of those people. And literally that night, I, I, I shed a tear. I'm not afraid to die, but I've never felt helpless, and that's the way I felt that night. I went to bed. Next morning, they, they pick me up. We get in a van. We go deeper into the jungles. And by the side of the road, there was about 60 orphans that were ready, waiting for me, and they embraced me with so much love. I, began, I looked over at this, this tent, and under the tent there was about 60 pastors that had traveled from miles around just to hear me teach and preach about how to be a good man of God. And they were hungry, and I began to pour into them. At nighttime, 2,000 people would show up, and I began to preach the gospel. And a village that only 30 people knew Jesus, every night hundreds were coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. It turned from, God, I missed it, to, God, thank you. But I would never experience it unless I was obedient. On the other side of obedience is the glory of God. Amen? Everybody go like that on the other side. On the other side. And we have to be obedient to the voice of the Lord. We have to be obedient to the word of the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. And since then, the Lord has sent me everywhere. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me just give you a couple of things, and then we're going to honor God with our tithes and offerings. Amen? Number one, present yourself as a, his servant. Present yourself as his servant. When you go before God, stop telling God what you want to do. Lord, I am your servant. I come here to hear your direction, your word. I will follow. Your, your leading is where I will go. I am your servant. How many of you are servants of the Lord? And so we present ourselves. Everybody say, present yourself. You know, it's good saying, I'm a, I'm a servant of the Lord. I'm a son of God. Uh, it's good to say that. But when you literally go before God and say, Lord, I'm here to present myself to be used by you. I'm here reporting for duty. Amen. You have to present yourself. Father, I, I, I want your direction for my life. I want to hear your word. I want you to direct my steps. And watch how the Holy Spirit will begin to give you clarity of what you should do wherever you are at. Amen? Hallelujah. And, and the second thing is you have to be willing. Everybody say, be willing. You know, sometimes you, you're going to be called to do things that, that, that you, you're thinking, man, that is so radical, that is, that, is, that is out of this world. Well, you serve a radical God, and He is out of this world, amen. You have to be willing, amen. You have to be, have that boldness to be willing to do whatever He tells you to do, amen. If He tells you to go, you go. If He tells you to say, you say. If He tells you to give, you give. Whatever He tells you to do, do it, amen. Do it. And then the third thing is be faithful. Be faithful. See, obedience is not something you just do once in a while. Obedience is a way of life. Amen? And you have to be faithful. There are a lot of people that will come to church and say, Pastor, I want to serve the Lord. I want to help. I want to be a part of these things. And, and, and you know, there are things that, that are just natural that will ask others to help in that area. And they will hear it. And, and, and they'll say, oh, yes, yes. Okay, I'll be a part of that. But then they don't show up. 
Understand this, if you tell me you want to do something, you want to be part of something, you ask me for help and direction and, and, and to serve together, and we tell you to do something and, and we give you a, a place to serve, and you're not faithful there, that's the last time I'm asking you. I don't have time to babysit. There are souls on the line. There are lives that need to be changed. There are, there are people that need to be healed. Amen. And so I'm not here to babysit you. If you're ready to serve, let's serve. Amen. If you want to be about what God is doing in this ministry, you want to be about and see what God is going to do, let's walk together. Come on, let's walk together. But if, 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 if you want to do your thing, do your thing. Don't, don't waste my time. Hello. But we are doing this together. This is a great call that God has given us in this, this church, in this ministry. Faith pleases God. We're here to raise up people's faith in the Rio Grande Valley and the nations. Amen. People's lives are going to be changed because of the word of God, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And if you want to be a part of what God is doing, praise the Lord, report for duty and be faithful. And be faithful and watch how God will, will raise you up. Amen. Almost everyone that's serving in ministry, the reason why they're serving in ministry is because we saw that we were so committed and faithful to the things of God, and we just wanted them to be around us all the time. Amen. They weren't the most skilled, the most talented. They weren't the most prettiest. Amen. But they're faithful. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, be faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's no limit what God could do in your life if you're faithful. You might say, well, I don't have the, the, the experience. God will supply that. I don't have the wisdom. God will supply that. I don't have the talent. God will supply that. Don't you know there's something called the anointing of the Holy Ghost? That anointing of the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you'll do things beyond your imagination for the glory of God. Amen. On the other side of obedience is the glory of God because God will get all the glory for what your life will become in Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. One last testimony. I was, when we first started as, as in past pastors, we had a, a, a young man who was, we were raising him up to be a youth pastor. And I looked, to, looked at him one day and I said, I can't promise you a lot of money. I can't promise you fame. But the one thing I can promise you, if you will be faithful in what God is leading you to do, at the end of your life, many people will come to your funeral to give God glory for what, your life produce, amen? And that's, that's, what I, that's all I want to do. I want to be a, such a big blessing so that when my life is, is over, people will come from all over to say, Lord, thank you for Pastor Kevin Ortiz. Because of his ministry and because of what you did through his life, my life has been changed, amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If, if I had a funeral, you know, if I passed away, would you all show up to, to the funeral? You would? Praise God. I'm going to be here a long time, so don't worry about that. Amen. Praise God. But there's an eternal mission. There's a, there's, there's a kingdom purpose for our lives. Amen. And it's by the glory of God. But you have to be willing and obedient. On the other side of obedience is the glory of God. Amen. Do you all receive that word today? Can we just give God praise? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go and honor God with our tithes and offerings. Praise the Lord. I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. But if, uh, if you'd like to give using an envelope, there's an envelope in the front of your chair. If you'd like to give online, go to fpgchurch, fpgchurch.com. You can also give using Cash App. 
Just honor the Lord. Do what the Holy Spirit has led you to do. Some of you, the Spirit of God has been speaking to you about giving special offerings, special seeds. On the other side of obedience is the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Be faithful. Follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Do what God has told you to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. There are a lot of vision and a lot of dreams that God has put in our heart. And I believe 2022, we're going to see many of them come to pass in Jesus' name. We have big faith. Amen. I'm very excited. We have a, a new app for FPG Family uh, on the Android it, uh, platform. It's, it's uh, available. Just look for FPG Family on the Android Play Store, Play Store Google Play Store. Uh, by Wednesday, the, the Apple uh, version will be available and you'll be able to download it. Praise God. How many of y'all have Apple? Amen. Amen. The last shall be first. Amen. How many of y'all have Android? Let me see it. Praise God. The creatives. They're all creatives right there. Praise God. If you get a chance, download it. You get to hear the word of God 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's our channel. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me look around. Hallelujah. I can't, I can't see too much. Ah, praise God. God is good. Y'all look awesome. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Praise God. Let me look on this side. I just want to see who got a haircut or not. <laughs> Pastor Renee, you got a haircut? No? Praise God. <laughs> You're just brushing it another way. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Praise the Lord. Let's go and pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, I thank you that you never fail to speak to your servants. That we, hear, we are here to live life being led by you. Your word says those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And Father, I pray, Father, that we'll have the boldness to follow your leading and to, to be obedient, Father God. And Lord, that we'll have great, we'll get to see your glory wherever we go. Have awesome testimonies of how good you've been to us. Father, I pray for your people to be able to hear your voice and be led by your spirit. And that they will not take a step back, but they will be bold to obey. And Father, I pray over their finances. I ask you to bless them. That as they sow today, as they honor you with their tithes and offerings, Father God, that they will always have more than enough. Lord, thank you, Father, that you are our source and our supply. And we honor you with our best gifts today, Father. We love you, Lord. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name.